Welcome to the Hollywood Pipeline Podcast. I am Dax Holt, joined by Mr. East Coast himself, Adam Glenn. How are you? Dax, I am good. I am so East Coast. I am so New York that I'm talking to you from a car in New York City. We're doing this out of my office, a Honda Accord. Um, but yeah, man, things are good. You're doing good. Weather in LA is pretty good. New York weather sucks, man. I don't know. I don't know why I'm here. I'm not supposed to what be What I here. love is I'm sitting here in a tank top and you are bundled up with a jacket, a sweater on, a hoodie on. It is great. I'm wearing layers. I have layers on. You know, you can't look cool with layers on. If you ever hook up with a girl and say, oh, girl, here it goes, and you start pulling off your layers, I'm telling you, it will not look cool. Do not do that. Nothing it's is like, sexy. It's like opening a, a birthday gift, just unwrapping and unwrapping, and then it's like the box inside of the box inside of the box. Yeah, uh, not not in long johns, okay? Long johns aren't the sexiest thing. <laughs> <laughs> so it sucks though, man. But listen, Dax, we've been doing this podcast for how long now? Is it gonna, It's coming up to a year. Is it already? I think it's coming up to a year. So with that, we wanted to kind of thank the people that listen, the fans. And we, I think in this episode, what we are going to do is we are going to finally, finally listen to the fans and answer some of your questions that you've written to us. Now, we've gotten lots of emails over the past year and we... To be honest with you, we pretty much, oh, it's cool, and then we ignore it. But in this episode, <laughs> we, uh, we are going to address the emails, a few of the emails. We are going to respond and answer some of the reader, the, some of the audience listeners, their, their questions. What do you think? Is that I good? I like it, dude. Like you said, they have, been, they have been talking. We have been bad about answering, and it's not because we don't love them. It's just because we're busy. <laughs> So we are taking the time, and we are going to devote this entire episode to you guys. It's it's really cool. So we're going to answer. We've been getting a lot of questions. Some of them came four months ago, five months ago. Some of them came last week. So let's get to it. I'm going to answer. I'm going to I'm going to bring up the first question. Now, Dax, you have not seen some of the questions. You have some of the questions. The way we did it is you had some of the questions. I had some of the questions. We just kind of split it randomly, and uh, we're going to go through it. So the first question comes from. Nestor from Columbia. Nestor. Yeah, someone right. is listening to us somehow. I don't know, but Nestor <laughs> from Columbia. Uh, Nestor wants to know, which I think a lot of people want to know, why are the Kardashians famous and how have you seen their dynasty change over the years? Well, that's like a deep question. I, I'm impressed, Nestor. No, you know what? Here's the thing. I feel like I always have to talk about the Kardashians because people either love them or hate them and don't understand why oh. they're famous. But I kind of disagree. I I am an advocate for the Kardashians because I think they are a the group of like maybe the most savvy media intelligent women out there. They get the game and they play it better than anyone else in this industry. So whether you want to hate on them or not, these women have become extremely famous, extremely rich off of being them, which is not easy to do in this industry. I agree with you. People every single day, almost I should say just about every day, someone asked me because of the line of work that we do or I do, um, they ask me about their Kardashians. And I always say they're good people and they understand the business to the point where they change the game to the point where – those celebrities that used to hate on them. There used to be celebrities that used to shit all over them. 
Now they want to be with them. They yeah. want to hang with them. They want to be a part of them. They want to learn from them. They want to, they're, they're obsessed with them. So I feel like they're, they're, they, they change the game, the way see, the, the way people do reality TV, you know, when they do reality TV, it's, it's authentic. They don't really hide. It doesn't seem most reality shows. You think like people put on a performance with their Kardashians it seems real, you know, they don't really hide with all the bullshit, you know, they keep it very honest and you have to respect that, that there's, you know, that these are, this is a family that's gone through so much in Hollywood and so much good things and bad things and good press and bad press and somehow still have an amazing relationship with each other, support each other, but also like, it's just, they're so honest with their fans. You know, they're they're honest when they get divorced. They're honest when, you know, they're having fights with their friends. And you have to respect that. I feel like you have to respect that. But you know, you know, as well as I do, how hard it is to get press in this industry and to get stories out there. And I feel that Kim and Chris, they almost do it without even having to, like, think or try. And I think that's what's amazing. Like... They can spin these stories unlike any other publicist or person out there, which, I, I, like, I don't know how to explain it to people that are not in the media industry, but it is crazy what these women have yeah, been able to do. Yeah, explain it to me. Explain it to me. Yeah, they do that. It's, it's so it, – and I don't, I don't know if it's just that the, their way their brains are wired or what it is, but they can make anything about their lives – interesting newsworthy relevant and all of that stuff like a a press agency should go to them and just like absorb all of the information out of their brains and then remarket it because it is so useful out there <laughs> if you if you if you had a brand that the kardashians could just run for you you would make billions of dollars because they just know how to do it right and it's not like they have a big team. This is them doing it. They were single-handedly a family doing it to putting themselves in the news and the stories. And it's hard, you know, it's hard to explain how to I mean, Dax, let me ask you, because you worked in a newsroom, how do you explain how they put themselves in the stories? How do they get the word out when it comes to no, it's breakups, it's when it comes to baby? They do. It's it's the way they they it's the way they put it on their social media. So like you see it on their social media, which turns it into a story, and then everyone's talking about it, and then five months later, it comes out on the television show. And then you start to realize, five months ago, when they talked about it, was just to get everyone excited about the moment when it's on their television show. So they got press five months ago, and then they're getting new press, and they're getting paid because they're doing it on the television show five months later. And everyone's talking about that incident again. It's, it's crazy. And I don't know how much they leak it's, out or how much they put out to, you know, news agencies out there. But whatever they're doing, it's fucking brilliant. Well, and then second part of Nestor's question, you know, how have you seen their dynasty change? So how have you seen the they Kardashian change? They didn't have a dynasty before. And, they weren't a dynasty. They were broke. Like they were in bankruptcy many, many years ago. You know, they, they were up to their knees in debt and all this stuff. And then the Kardashian show came out and they have created a dynasty. Like people don't realize that the Kardashians were not crazy rich. Yes, they they rolled with the rich people, 
but they themselves weren't super wealthy. They have become super wealthy by everything that they have done over the last 10, 15 years. Yeah, I was. it was actually interesting. I was watching uh, one of the old, I guess, an episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, and Kim was getting ready to go to the Met Gala, and she was talking about how she was so busy, but she just had her baby shower, and Paris Hilton came to the baby shower, and Paris asked Kim to be in her music video, which I think Kim is at the point where she's sort of above that, you know, being some music video. However, Kim in the in the video, she's like, you know what? I wouldn't be in the position if I wasn't that I am if it wasn't for Paris. We have a lot of history, a lot of memories together. And she did. She went outside and think like her comfort level and doing something she normally wouldn't do, especially when she's so busy. And she still did uh, a little cameo in Paris Hilton's music video. Did that so music video it come seems out? like they're still the same people. Did that What's music up? Video I did come not out? see it. I didn't I don't know. I didn't see it, but I just saw it on the Keeping Up the Kardashians episode. Well, then so, that was, but I, see, I have to respect them. Like they, they're still the same people. But I want to show you something right there. The fact that I don't even know if that music video has come out means that Paris Hilton dropped the ball because you've got Kim talking about it on the television show. This would be the time that you release the music video. Everyone should know about this music video. The Kardashians would do this in a very different way. They plan out everything, so they talk about it on social media, then they talk about it on their TV show, and then it translates into mass publicity and major numbers. I don't know if Paris Hilton's video is out. Yeah. That's really bad. Yeah, no, you're uh, you're 100% right. That's, uh, that's a really good way of looking at it, and you're right. That's right there, perfect example how the Kardashians use, and it's very... Um, very structured how they put kind of put news. It's very strategized, you know, based on sort of like the internet social media wave. You know, they kind of roll with the waves, they roll with the punches, and they kind of release the stuff in a very structured manner. Okay, we got to get off the Kardashians. I'm moving on to the next question okay. before everyone turns off this episode. Because there's a lot of people who hate the Kardashians, and I'm not going to lose everyone for <laughs> to talk about them for a couple minutes. All right, I got one from Jeff R. Does not say where he's from, Jeff R., if you guys could have any celeb on your show, who would it be? I mean, that's easy, right? Well, on three. Well, One, two, oh, three. Wait, wait, Oprah! Hey, let me get... Oh, come on. Honestly, what I was going to really say, you know, you know who I've been wanting. For some reason, I've been wanting this guy on the podcast for a long time. And But the thing is, you want him to come as himself, not as like a character. And it was going to be Pauly Shore. No, shut up. You know? <laughs> I'm telling you, I would love Oprah. No, they said, they said anyone. They said anyone. We don't oh, vote okay. for Polly Shore if it's just anyone. Come on. So let me ask you this. Would you want Oprah or I think I'd probably want someone like like Jimmy Fallon. But the thing is, though, you want them to be – I don't think Jimmy Fallon would be candid and real. So I guess I would say Oprah because I feel like Jimmy Fallon has great stories where Oprah is very honest and she's very candid. And I think she would open up more than Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, no, I, I want to talk to her about, like, her fucking vegetable garden. I want to know, like, what does she do when she's not Oprah? You know what I'm saying? When when the cameras are off and she's at her giant Montecito house, like, what do you do with 50 acres of land? It, just because you're a billionaire, like, what do you do? Like, that's what I want to know about Oprah. I agree. I, it, it's one of those things where it's nothing like, I don't need your opinion on Trump. I don't care about your opinion on Trump. I, nor, I just want to break down your life and what it's like being Oprah. 
that's the most I'm, – I'm just curious how that life is. I think – People forget about the most basic questions when it comes to interviewing these people. Yeah. You know, like when you, you know, like Oprah, do you, if you called Obama, can you get him right away on the phone or do you have to go through someone? <laughs> you know, like just stupid stuff. That's the stuff I'm curious about. You know, like, uh, you know, true. when you want to fly private, I'd be curious to ask her, like, who can you call that wouldn't take your call right away? Like, if you tried to, like, dial someone up, like, I'm sure that her being on the phone, anyone comes running, who would be the one person that didn't answer her phone call right away? Are you with um, me? Are you yeah. gone? Yeah. Uh, Earth to Adam? No. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with <laughs> you. I'm trying to think. But it's weird. Like you, like you said, I said Paulie Shore. Paulie Shore is someone that I really want to get. And the only reason why I want to get him um, – is because I just feel like he has a lot of stories. I'm a sucker for good stories. I love talking with people and letting, like, having them break down like their career and their life and what they've done. I don't know. It's all about it. That's the stuff that I enjoy. You're hilarious. I, if if I have a choice of any celeb, Polly Shore is definitely not on my top 1,000. All right. So let me go to this. Another okay. question. This question comes from Josh from Syracuse, New York. Josh says. What advice do you have someone trying to get a job in the Hollywood industry? Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I say internships. I say get your foot in the door, get an internship. That way – a lot of people straight out of college don't know anyone that works in the industry and you start to realize that it's all about connections. It's all about who you know. It's about these relationships that you build over time. And I think that if you get an internship and you get in and you start to impress producers, executive producers, people that work at the network, whatever it is, that's your step in. And and then that internship leads to a, you know, a AP role or that internship opens up a door to the next spot. But if you don't know anyone in Hollywood, you're probably not going to get in. That's I agree with that. You have to put yourself out there. You can't just be an email. Um, and also just do the work, you know, depending on what you're doing. Cause I feel like we're in interesting times where you could actually create your own job in some way rather than just sit there and just try to fill in for some producer job. So it's one of those, just do it, you know, and just add value. Um, but you need to put yourself out there. You need to do internships. You need to fucking show face. You need to get in front of these people. Cause it is very political, yep. you know, like there's, there's a bunch of people who, who can edit, you know, but are they going to actually see it? So you actually have to, Rather than just say you could do the work, you actually – you have to actually do the work. So and I can't tell really you how many, get in front – I can't tell you how many times when I was at TMZ, we would have interns and we would have a lot of them. And there were so many of them that I would see just sitting there staring at a computer, never getting up, never introducing themselves to the staff or trying to you know go above and beyond. And I just thought, what a what a fail – uh, and I don't know if it was just they were embarrassed or they were nervous or they didn't want to bother people, but bother people. Go introduce yourself and ask them 15 times a day, what else can I do for you? What else can I do? How can I help you? Because people may be annoyed with it at first, but they might go, wow, this person is really ambitious and they really want to learn and they really want to be here. So when it comes time to hire, they'll think of your name before they think of the random resume. Correct. You have to, you have to meet people, which is the shitty part about it. But 
you know, you know, my whole thing is get in front of these people. If I, you know, again, for, for what I do, if I email these people and said, I want to interview them, they would say no. But if I get in front of them, I'm able to talk to them. They're able to see me. Hopefully you have a better, the odds are more in your favor. Yep. You know, uh, what's the next question? Dex? All right, I got, I got one from Paul in Denver here. <laughs> I, I don't okay. know if this is necessarily a question, but he said, Paul says, I hate you guys, but I can't stop listening. And I don't know why. <laughs> oh shit okay well thank thank you paul i don't know Should, is that a thank you with a question mark behind it i mean thanks let it sometimes yeah sometimes I mean... hatred is a good thing though right if everyone likes you it means you're not doing something it means you're you're doing something wrong if everyone loves you listen i, I like the kardashians not everyone likes the kardashians but you keep watching Hopefully you hate our podcast and keep listening. That's all I care. Um, well, I don't really care if you like, but it, you know what? It's uh, you can't please everyone. But what we're trying to do is make open up the fourth wall of Hollywood. You know, we come from journalistic perspectives. We have point of views. We also have some insane stories. We also have some good guests, and that's what we do on this podcast. Is just kind of opening up all different ways and make it more relatable. Like, listen, if we have Oprah on. We're not going to try to get clickbait. We're not going to try to get her to talk about uh, her her thoughts on Trump. We're trying to ask her about her avocados. That's what we care about. <laughs> uh, well, Paul's probably saying fuck oh, you right now. Here's, so. a here's, a, here's a question from Michelle C. from Huntington Beach. Michelle I, I asks, love, Sorry, let me stop you. I love when people actually pronounce the T. It, like here in California, it's always Huntington yeah. Beach. Anyone outside of California, Huntington Beach. Even though it's spelled with a T, no one says the T here in California. Okay, side note, keep going. So, Huntington, Huntington, Huntington. Okay, now I'm going um, <laughs> So she says, how have you seen the paparazzi industry change in the last few years? Oh, that's a great Dex, question. I think it's more for, how have you seen the paparazzi? Yeah. No, that is a great question. I think that... I've seen a change a lot in the last, I'm going to say 15 years, 15 years ago. Well, here, let me step back even further. I would say 20 years ago, there was a lot of money to be made in the paparazzi industry. There weren't as many photogs out there. And let me say this there. When I say photogs, they were actual photographers. Flash forward to today. There isn't as much money because everyone is a photog. Everyone has a phone with a camera. They take photos of a celeb walking down the street. They take videos of something going down in a bar. And so it has devalued the worth of photographers out there because it's just like anything gets accepted, whether it looks pretty or not, or whether it's a, a nice, you know, nice high res image or just a cell phone picture. So I see that a lot of money has gone away from paparazzis over the last 15, 20 years. Yeah, I'd say so. I agree with that. I also think that the magazines don't have the budgets anymore to keep paying people. They don't. No one's reading these magazines. And so... Well, that's because uh, of the internet, so what, though. So why the pay internet, for a magazine when you can they get they it for free? Somebody, exactly. But then the, now they use so many Instagram photos, so they don't have to pay for the photos. That That's pretty much how they get by. So, you know, they'd rather use a paparazzi. I'm sorry. They'd rather use an Instagram photo just to save a few bucks. Um, you know, occasionally there's a good, you know, if you get a good news story, 
Uh, like the other day, Pete Davidson and Kaya Gerber. That was a good shot. You know, that's people care about that photo. But the most random photos anymore of, I don't know, Deborah Messing, you know, walking down the street. Nobody really cares about that photo anymore. They'd rather just take a photo from Instagram so they could save money. I also yeah. think the culture hasn't got as bad. You know, I think 10 years ago, um, you know, it was the Britney Spears, you know, getting getting, you know, hitting. You don't get those classic photos anymore. The shaving the Britney head, Spears hitting going, a car with an umbrella, all that. Yeah, I mean, listen, if those stuff, if we get more of those shots, those things will go viral. But people are starting to realize if you're going to go crazy, do it in your home. Do not leave your property. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It really is crazy how like magazines were like the big thing, you know, for so long. And then the Internet and all these websites just came and like destroyed them. And so much has changed. It's just not the money that it used to be like you, you would hear about Brad and Angelini, uh, <laughs> Brad and Angelini, Brad and Angelina first baby photos worth two million dollars. And like there's no way anyone's going to pay that kind of money for celeb baby photos anymore. People just don't. It's it's not there. The money is not there for it. Yeah, people. I know what the thing is. Speaking of what, look what you just said, baby photos. Nobody really cares about baby photos anymore. In fact, a lot of the industry got mad because kid photos were going online. You know, they people don't want that stuff anymore. So yeah, it's True. just it's interesting how things have changed. It's interesting, uh, you know that that's what is going on now. People don't want their uh. uh People don't people don't want their baby photos or kid photos, and I don't think people care about those first photos of the relationship. First photo, you know, like I, no one cares. Oh, I don't know. Really. You, you just talked about the Pete Davidson and Kaya Gerber, so the first relationship photos I, I still feel like are are important. But again, it goes back to it doesn't need to be a paparazzi that takes them anymore. Now it could just be Joe Schmo sitting at the restaurant next to them that snaps a photo on his iPhone, and he either puts them up on social media for free or maybe gets a couple hundred bucks for him but like it's not it's not a pap who's out there you know day in day out getting those shots correct it's a lot more popular you know the best shot is someone random person with a cell phone and they don't realize that they put actually speaking of pete davis and kai gerber the best shot was some random person got a photo of them eating lunch i believe it was in sedell's in soho it was kaya and pete and just got a random photo of them together. And now that photo, they just put on social media. That photo could have been worth a lot of money. And they yeah. just shot on their cell phone. It didn't need to be some big fancy camera. Everyone is a paparazzi now. Yeah. All right. I'm going to move on to uh, Lindsay Johnson. So she wrote us, when you guys left TMZ, did celebrities start talking to you more? Hmm. I feel like I have... Hmm. I had like a kind of a mixed, a mixed reaction. So some celebs, I think I realized they were just my friend because I was there. So there's that like using me to make sure that they could get publicity. Because once I was gone, they didn't answer my phone call anymore. And then other celebs felt more comfortable with like having normal conversations with me not that they didn't before but i i felt like i felt like they feel more comfortable now does that make sense like they didn't say it but like i feel it yeah 
Um, that's a good question. I think it was more with uh, – it wasn't really necessarily celebrities for me. It was more publicists. Uh, and but it wasn't like good publicists. It was more shady publicists. Yeah. The shady, like the smaller publicist, kind of gotten a little bit weird. But the bigger ones actually respected me more, in some ways. Um. So yeah, celebrities. I can't really think of any celebrities who kind of had that sort of dynamic, which is interesting. That's a very good question. I'm, and it's a very, but it, it makes me. It, it's a long thoughtful one like i have to think of that one for a while because okay. yeah i don't yeah i don't know is there anyone particular or you're just kind of no no yeah. no i i they, Lindsay just said celebrities in general I'm, I'm just thinking on my own the last course of the last three years and like who i chatted to on a regular basis and now doesn't talk to me anymore and then who are the celebs that still continue to have a good friendship with me and not worry about me working at TMZ. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it's it's a very good question. I don't think any of them, any celebrities, did not stop talking to me. Um, there's no one who didn't. Um, in fact, I actually had more people talk to me. Um, people like Meek Mill and some others. So, okay. It, but publicist-wise, there's a few smaller publicists. I realized they would stop calling me. Um, and asked me for help, but then when I need something, they wouldn't. But as far as the bigger ones, actually respected me more. Okay. So, all right. What you uh, got? This, qu- this question comes from Haley from New York. Kelly wants to know what movies have you seen lately? Which ones have you liked and disliked? Hmm, I saw um, I saw Joker this weekend. I it was funny because what is it? You finally saw Joker. <laughs> well, it's funny because so my brother in law and I go. And we were literally like the only ones in the movie theater. And I was laughing because I was like, we're the last two on the planet to have not seen this movie yet. That's why there's nobody left in this movie theater. Um, But I walked out. I I felt so weird walking out because I love going to these DC and Marvel movies. Like, I love them. And that one was so fucking heavy and so intense and like makes you really think that I walked out being like, wow, I had to, I have to process all of this now. And so I honestly don't know why it's been as successful as it has. I mean, it's a good movie, but I don't feel like it's better than Deadpool and should be the number one, like highest grossing R-rated movie of all time. Like that to me doesn't really make much sense. I agree with you. Um, I enjoyed it. What, is it something I'm going to rush and go see it again and again and again? I do not see it. Um, there wasn't really much of a story to Joker, but I, I don't regret seeing it. It was fine. The acting was good. It was shot well. It was just fine at the end of the day. It, there was nothing really particular like he, to he it. Did, then He did a good job, right? Like you thought he did a good job? He did a great job. So I thought he did a good job. I think it it does give you a little insight into the whole like mental illness issue that we have in our country so i think that kind of like you realize that people are really struggling on a daily basis with shit that maybe they couldn't control in their lives and like their their childhood situation all that kind of stuff i thought that was fascinating but again i go back to i'm not it's not a movie like you said that i want to see again necessarily like i can go watch deadpool i actually watched deadpool again this weekend um so there's other movies that i 
What is it? You love Deadpool. I love it. It's so fucking funny. It is so good. I and my wife hadn't seen it. She like she just doesn't overly like love those movies, but I was like you have to watch Deadpool. It is so funny. It's so great. Like we need to watch it. And she watched it and she was like, "Yeah, this is a good movie. This is funny." Yeah, I think Deadpool, to be honest with you, changed Ryan Reynolds' career. Because I felt like – and this is my personal opinion. I feel like Ryan Reynolds uh, – I felt like uh, – wait, hold on one second. I'm looking at someone right now. Who is it? Is it Jason Momoa? Ashley Graham. Oh, nice. What's up, Ash? What's up, Ash? Congrats on the baby, babe. What's up, man? Yeah, buddy. Yes. Ash, the blast, you know? So it's so funny. <laughs> There's a TMZ guy that came out of nowhere and just ruined this whole fucking video. That's so funny. Was she getting into the car next to you or what? Yeah, she was getting in the car next to me. That's funny. All right, can we say that we've had yes, Ashley Graham on the podcast just- now? <laughs> All right, what was our question? Where did we leave off? I don't even remember. We got sidetracked by no, Ashley sorry, Graham I'm, stopping I'm sorry, by our I'm podcast. Sorry. So, yeah, Ryan Reynolds. Here's my personal feel, Ryan Reynolds. I felt like he had a – his name kind of got a little bit hurt in Hollywood. People didn't know what they thought was because they wanted him to be Van Wilder. And for a few years, he was Van Wilder. Then I think because of maybe bad pregnancy – I'm sorry, bad marriages. And <laughs> bad people lost track of, I know, of who he was. So he came out to be back to being the good old-fashioned Ryan Reynolds and that witty Van Wilder type dude. And that really helped out his career. No, for sure. I think that put him back on the map. I think he worked so long to get this movie done that he nailed it. All right, enough about him. Let's move on to the next question. Did you take the last one or did I? No, I did. I did. You're, you're up. Oh, okay. Okay. Let me see what I, I got. Uh, <laughs> I've got a name, guy named Mark Wahlberg, but not spelled like that Wahlberg. Um, <laughs> Mark Wahlberg says, have either of you ever slept with a celebrity? No. Me neither. Quick no. <laughs> Quick no. Not to say that I haven't tried, but a quick no. <laughs> All right. Um... Funny story. Years ago, years ago, this is this a long time ago. I ran into uh, I, I ran into one of the Olsen twins, and uh, and her friend would not allow her one of the, I forget if it was Ashley Merkey. There might be Merkey would not allow her to like hang with me or talk to me. She's like kind of creeped out. Like, I guess they're creeped out by me, grossed out by me, but they so would not allow the fact them that to the Olsen with. twins could be creeped out by you. The two hermits yeah. of New York are creeped out by someone else. That's a bad sign, buddy. I know. I know. Same thing happened with Aubrey O'Day, Aubrey O'Day years ago. I remember I felt like I was like hitting it off and this was a long time. It was like maybe when I first, 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 first started, uh, Aubrey O'Day, uh, her, um, friend her publicist would not allow her to kind of be with me it was like yeah you're you're not you're not talking to him you're, you're we're done with him that's hilarious all right go to the next question clearly uh, neither of us have had sex with a celebrity moving on yeah um so this question is can you guys do a live show or do a tour um we actually do have a theater to do a tour and to do a live show um that's something we talked about maybe me coming out to la and doing the live show so um listen if yeah, people are gonna it, show up we'll do one we don't want to like do one and then like my mom is the only one there that'll kind of suck yeah i mean <laughs> if you want to swamp we will gladly do live show just let us know the city i think we want to do la we want to do one in new york and maybe uh 
whatever some other random city but uh we have we'd probably have some guests come out it'd be really really cool if we do a live show we'd probably if we did a live show we'd probably have a celeb come hang out with us for a little bit answer questions break down the industry reveal that fourth wall and make you understand all the fucking crazy shit that you see in this hollywood industry better i'm gonna go to another one real quick while we're on the subject okay phil from ohio phil from ohio asks how much do photos and videos cost that people buy how are the prices determined well i think we just kind of covered this because like there is like the prices are so different. I think in people's mind, these prices are like thousands, millions of dollars, and it's just not the case. Like most things these days, I think you're you're gonna get a couple bucks, a couple hundred. Like that's it, dude. It's it's not like it used to be. So all these prices that everyone has in their mind just aren't true. Yes. Okay. Uh, I mean, yeah, people think. I've had people try to give me videos like, oh, I'm not going to give it to you less than $10,000. I go, buddy, it's literally – I'm lucky if I give you $100. Like there's not <laughs> money in this shit. There's not like – it's just – especially with the exclusive – I mean there's a thing – there's a lot of things that determine the prices. Is the video exclusive? Is it a news story? Who is the person of? Is it is it a story that could be good internationally or is it a story that's just good domestically? There's so many different factors – that go into a cost um, and it depends if it's someone wants to buy it all outright and own it exclusive or if they want to license it out and like a rental type thing. Yeah, but again, so, you're not going to get that kind of money that people have in their mind unless you have Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt making out exclusively the first time that you're breaking the story of them being back together. Like that's the kind of story that's going to like get a lot of money other than that like don't plan on it all right, all right. I'm gonna move well, on. I'm gonna, well, yeah dax you got a question yeah i got one from heather in jersey she said do you guys ever feel bad exposing celebs or talking about them i don't feel like uh, i expose celebs I, I mean i guess i guess there was more i don't want to say exposing but more like breaking of stories when i worked at tmz versus now i mean there was there was a couple stories that i feel like maybe when they went out i i was kind of like oh man like that sucks but then at the in the back of my mind i also think that that old saying of bad press or is still press that that is really truly the case in a lot of situations are you getting pulled over yeah. why is there flashing lights behind you no no it's uh it's an ambulance okay i'm trying to go by uh no i know yeah, no, it's uh, – I never really feel bad because I've never been the guy who wants to do bad stories. You know, at the end of the day, it's just not in my nature. It doesn't make me feel good. Um, most of the stories that I put out usually come from a camp, and I try to control the dialogue. And that's – then I don't I don't mind. If a camp is reaching out to me and wants to do a story, that's one story. And then also to get their version out that I more put out fires than make fires. Um that's always been my approach to it. But then also times uh, – listen, there's been probably times when a person was an asshole to me and someone comes and does a story and they have it against that person who's an asshole to me. Then I'm like, you know what? I have some animosity. I got to do what I got to do. <laughs> yeah, I guess I, I guess it's hard. I feel like I've been asked this question before about this and there, there's a certain level of like you chose Integrity. fame – and you chose to be in the public eye, and if you do something shitty, and you do something, you know, like, inappropriate, like, 
you're famous now. Like this stuff will come back to bite you in the ass, you know? So Correct, yeah. we don't go chasing it for it. You know, we're not looking, at least I don't, but some people, you know, listen, if you do something screwed up and something bad, I don't want to report it, but you did it and you're in the public eye and that's just the world. That's what happens. Yeah. All right. You go to the next question. All right. This question comes from Amber from New York. I don't know which part of New York, but it comes from Amber from New York. What's the vibe like of a newsroom? Crazy. Intense. Well, Crazy I, I, I can tell you about the TMZ newsroom, but I, you know, I don't know how that What's, differs from the LA yeah, Times but, newsroom, you know, but I can sure. tell you the TMZ newsroom was intense. It's chaotic but it's because it's the hardest working staff in freaking hollywood so that that's what i can associate it with i you know it's a it's a crazy place but you've got a lot of people working really fucking hard and long hours and i respect all those people in that newsroom correct it's uh, uh i mean listen they people went from being reporters to back to journalists and i think there's a big difference in that reporters just kind of you know recite a message or, you know, and journalists are people that dig for stories. And, you know, I think we know quite a few journalists that actually dig for stories and try to find out, you know, you make news from just trying to find out more and more information. So, yeah. Um, yeah, but I haven't really been to another newsroom. Um, but I have to imagine it's somewhat kind of similar in some ways because at the end of the day, some, you know, we're all trying to figure stuff out. So. All right. I got one from Matt in San Diego. (laughs) So I'm reading it ahead. Uh, Matt in San Diego said, have you guys ever seen each other naked? Who's bigger? Uh, we have not. Heather! What's happening? Heather, what's up, babe? How you been? Be good? I'm doing a podcast right now as I talk to you. Hi. It's my buddy. It's, what up? What's going on? Really good? What's up, dude? I'm good. I'll see you. Who is that? Oh, shit. Sorry. That's, uh, you know who that was? That was... Uh, that was uh, Heather B., the first ever Real World Season 1. Remember Heather B., the rapper? That's hilarious. All right, so Ashley Graham and Heather B. on the podcast today. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that country singer come out yet? Huh? Did country singer come out yet? I didn't see any country. I saw two people from the crown and Ashley uh, fucking Graham. Oh, yeah, a little fat ass there. Are you looking for Casey Musgraves? Is that who? Yeah. Yeah, I want her. That's oh. who Jane's with. Uh-huh. Hello? Hello. Um, hold on, I'm just par- I'm parking real quick. I gotta move my car. What are you outside serious uh, or what? Is that Irv? Irv! Whoa! How are you? Good. Levon, how are you? Good. What's going on? What are you doing? Are you doing? I'm just chilling, waiting for uh, the fucking country guy. He's he went the other way. He went in the other way? Yeah. Shit. Movember? Yeah. November? Yeah. All right. Those you're doing. Oh, thank you. They're you're fun, not giving right? TMC any credit, huh? No, no. Why would I? They didn't do anything. I'm not you, and I'm always reading your shit. I appreciate it's it. It's really good. Adam. It's fun, man. Now we gotta get it somewhere. Hopefully, get somewhere soon. You know, Billy Bush is over at Axa at Levi. Oh, yes. Yeah, if you want to. Yeah. I don't know. Probably have some guests. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna move around. I'm gonna try to see if watch McCall's on the other. Is there people? On, is this car on the other side? He was Brad. Fuck. So was Salil Moonfry. Hey? Look at her IG. Really? That would have been a good day to be over there. Uh, is, uh, is his car over there now? I don't know. He's got 
I saw him come in. Oh, really? Yeah. Shit. About All right. Half hour. All right, let me go take a Did lap over there. Up? All right, I'll see you. I'm yeah. going to go over there. Hello? Hey. Hey, sorry about that. Um, yeah. Uh, damn. Um, what were we saying? What were we talking about? Sorry, I just got to. Uh, oh, that was Heather Beef from yeah, Real World Season I'll, 1. I'll, I'll re-ask uh, my question. Okay. Uh, so Matt from San Diego said, have you guys ever seen each other naked? Who's bigger? <laughs> uh, uh, I haven't seen, I haven't seen, we haven't seen each other naked. However, Don't lie. Why um, are you lying I, now? All right, fine. One time Dax rubbed against me real quick and I felt the head and I was like, oh, he's much bigger. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's get to... Uh, a serious question. Clearly, Matt, we don't see each other naked. We live in different cities, dumbass. <laughs> well, All right. You no, know, we, we do not see each other naked. Uh, Jessica. Oh, actually, Jessica has a very similar question. She asked about an internship or recommendation. No, I'm going to skip that one. Um, <laughs> Zach from Kansas. How gay do you guys feel talking about celebs every day like a couple of chicks? Great question, man. Um, Yes, it's... It's uh, very interesting. Uh, it's an issue. Um, it is an issue. Um, it's hard to prove to girls that I'm straight because I know so much about MTV's Teen Mom. <laughs> I get the funny thing I think about. Like, why would it be gay? Like, here's the thing: everyone likes to gossip about it's shit. Not- <laughs> so, but it's, it's just it's yeah, become yeah, it's cool. more of a female topic. But don't tell me guys don't like to talk about these celebrities out there or athletes or super famous people. Like, give me a fucking break. It's fun. I enjoy it. It's just like professional athletes. I follow it. And you know what? For some reason, I can't remember a lot, but all this useless information, pop culture stuff, it always stuck with me. I don't know what it is. So it's definitely just – it's just – I don't know. I'm just curious about it. I'm, I'm, I'm just I, – I think curiosity just kind of strikes me. Yeah. Okay, um, here's a question. Uh, this comes from doesn't say a name. I, they didn't put their name in, but it just says from. It says I can't even remember the name. Somewhere from Georgia. Who was your favorite guest on the podcast? Um. So I have one. Farrah Abraham. Farrah Abraham came on the podcast, and I thought she was fantastic. I thought she was honest. I thought she was real. I thought no matter what your thoughts are, uh, your opinions of her. You have to you have to appreciate her honesty, and she she you know, she talked the sex tape. She talked about what she does, how she monetizes, how she makes business, how she's gonna tell her kids about her adult life and how she got became made a sex tape. So I would say it was Farrah Abraham. I kind of have to agree with you. Like that was the first person that popped into my mind because I was so I was expecting one side of her, and I got a completely different person. And I think it really impressed me. Like she was, I realized she was much more of a business savvy individual than I ever imagined. Like I thought she was just kind of like a ditzy chick that got into porn, you know, like just doing whatever she can to make a buck. And then I started to realize like, no, like she is very calculated with her reputation, her appearance, who she is business wise. And here's the thing. She showed up on time to our podcast. I'm sorry, but that's kind of unheard of in this industry. People don't show up on time. People don't 
and she didn't cancel on us. People cancel all the time. You don't, you know, you hear us talking to celebs, but you don't know all the scheduling that had to go into it and if they were actually going to be there and if they didn't cancel on us that morning. And she was there and she pulled through and I respect her a lot for it. She was, I thought we were both surprised that she was earlier than us yeah. and very on top of her game and she's very prepared and super nice, super cool. I had to say Farrah Abraham was really just a pleasant surprise. I'm glad she came on. And I always liked her before, and actually people reached out to me saying that they liked her after yeah. that interview because you got to understand her and know her. Because you always see those, you know, the media only see these little quick five-minute interviews with her, but we got to talk to her in a long, long format and get to know her as a person and as the business person. And she's doing very, very well. Financially, she's 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 doing very well. Yeah, I agree. Um, I only have a couple more questions, but they're kind of repeat ones. Felix asked if we're going to do a live event. He'd be interested in going to a taping. Um, yeah. Do you have any other last ones before we wrap this up? No, I, I, uh, I answered mine, man. Uh, um, yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm good. I think, uh, I think we should save some of them because some of these questions will be good for the next one. And I am totally fucking labeling this thing that Ashley Graham stopped by the podcast. Even though it was for two seconds and all I heard is her say hi. I mean, listen, you got to do what you got to do. We are Ashley Graham stopped by the podcast to answer questions. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, go enjoy your day. I heard you ran into Jason Momoa today. Ashley Graham. Whoever that rapper was from season one of The Real World. My day is... Interesting day, man. But listen, I love the questions. Keep the questions coming. Got some really good uh, people coming up on the podcast. Dax, always, always, always a pleasure, my friend. Yeah, and if you guys have questions you want to hit us up, contact at hollywoodpipeline.com. That's where we get your questions. That's where we will read them. We'll do this again in another year. No, I'm just kidding. If, if more questions are coming in, we will start to answer them more often. Um, but until next week, we will see you guys then. Thank you, Mr. Adam Glenn. Go find him on social media. I am at Dax Holt, and we'll see you guys then. Bye. Bye.